0: Not sure if you had the chance, but Joe Rogan has said that uh, he thinks that the government talking about alien aircraft is kind of a flag to him. Something's fishy. Webb Telescope releases first picture of the deepest part of space. Russia makes bullets. Ukraine doesn't. Keep that in mind. Two workouts again. Up early. Three more days until HSK-5. Wow. Wow. Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sierski. Hope you folks are doing well. And uh, yeah, if you didn't have a chance to take a listen to that podcast I mentioned last week, it was Lex Friedman's podcast he had on uh, Joe Rogan. And on that uh, podcast, Joe Rogan says, they they get onto the topic about aliens, and he was all on board until the Pentagon, until the government started talking about it a little too much. And he's like, something Something seems off. Something seems a little bit fishy about this. And it's kind of funny because there's been a few other articles that have sort of been talking about, are they aliens or are they advanced aircraft, military aircraft, that aren't being talked about? There is this book. Annie Jacobson uh, wrote it called Area 51. and talks about the uh, B-52. Uh, there was another aircraft that was developed in the 1950s. That for a long time, I mean it was under development, a lot of people didn't know what it was it was flying super high uh and I mean those guys have some crazy stories about surviving those test flights uh but uh it was experimental aircraft and air the traditional aircraft couldn't go that high at that point, but thirty years later they were commonplace. Is it the same thing? I mentioned this also because this with the Pentagon talking about this, and then when you kind of hear what they're saying, that Navy pilots saw, detected, and recorded this aircraft, this unidentified aircraft, within airspace reserved for the military. When you put it that way, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, that makes sense that it's military aircraft then. Because like, How many commercial flights are there a day around the world at all times of the day? And you're telling me that these UFOs avoid all of that stuff, yet are only picked up by military aircraft. Uh, It's a little bit disappointing, a little bit exhilarating, but disappointing. Just a little bit. One last little thing. Wall Street Journal has an opinion piece in there saying that uh, Putin and this invasion in Ukraine might actually be an attempt by the Pentagon to smoke out some of the defense capabilities of other countries. Uh, Interesting theory. I think it actually has some legs to tell you the truth. It kind of makes sense, especially if they started this narrative back in 2017 uh kind of makes sense that they've been preparing for this for a while i don't uh, i don't think you find too many detractors from this idea that it's a this invasion of ukraine is a proxy war between russia and the united states i don't know why they're fighting a proxy war. like i don't know what is going to happen here and uh it's disappointing and it's heartbreaking to tell you the truth but with this connection to aliens and ufo's and it's actually not aliens it's military aircraft under development Um, I guess on the upshot, with the advance of technology, within the next 50 years, traveling around the world is going to get a lot faster. No longer is it going to take 12 hours to get from Beijing to Toronto or to Vancouver. It's it's going to be hours. You're going to take the early early morning flight, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning, and be there for closing bell in Toronto sort of thing, six hours. Like that's all it's going to take. It's and like literally six hours total, sort of thing. So I don't know. I mean, I think uh, let me sorry let me reverse that. You're going to take the nine p.m. flight and get there for the closing bell in Toronto, which is three p.m. Toronto time, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but that would be nine p.m. Beijing that you'd leave. I think it's that's the one hopeful, optimistic sort of thing I can sort of take away from all of this talk about UFOs and the war in Ukraine and proxy wars and stuff like that, that uh, technology is progressing despite the apparent misuse and abuse of social media and the massive amount of just chaos that is in the interwebs right now. Another upshot, Web Telescope. This thing, uh, I guess it's one of the newest, uh, it is the newest uh, telescope, space-based telescope uh I, I guess it's sponsored by it was made by nasa and they released a picture of uh the a very deep space picture of a bunch of galaxies and you're just going wow that i mean if life is not there wow incredible I mean, it's just it's humbling To see that, to tell you the truth. And it's optimistic. It's also kind of disappointing that it might not be us going there. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah, very good question. If these are gravity-defying zip craft are going around, I mean, maybe there's some wormholes. Maybe we'll, uh, instead of uh, gate B1 to Beijing, you go gate B2. Delta Quadrant. <laughs> Good question. Who knows? Good points to keep in mind with this invasion of uh, Ukraine. Russia makes bullets. Ukraine doesn't. This has been a big thing. Actually, this goes back to the 19, early 1990s when Ukraine signed away its nuclear arms. Because it did have it. Remember Chernobyl, um, nuclear power plant, blew up. And it was part of the Soviet Union at that point. But Ukraine had a rocket Uh, Development facility has arm munitions and everything. They signed that all the way for the assurance between U.S. and Russia that Russia would never invade. Uh, This, some of the Ukrainians I know are calling for these legal proceedings to happen with Putin, the genocide and everything. I'm going, isn't that something you kind of leave until the like once the bombs are like done sort of thing? Like, there's a little bit more of a bigger issue right now is that the bombs are still dropping and the bullets are still flying and the reason why they're still flying is because russia can build them ukraine can't so it's not so much that ukraine needs more weaponry because they can't how fast can they be trained on these things anyway they need the munitions plants that's what they need they don't need any more food they need more bullets and they need to be able to make them themselves people do not like hearing that Russian troops were retreating? This media report? Turns out it might have... It, yeah, it could be. But now it's the Russian separatists, the Russian back separatists, that are taking up the fight instead. So the Russian army itself is sitting there going, okay, well, damage, uh, damage control, rest and repair, and then who knows when second wave, probably winter. Good question. Three more days. HSK5, yeah, speaking of you know, projecting power. I uh, got my Chinese test, and today hasn't been as productive as usual. It's been bloody hot. It was 34 today, I think, and I was sitting there going, I was kind of wondering, I'm like, why, why am I so tired? And it, it was a sort of lethargy where I'm sitting here going, why can I not get, why do I feel so tired all the time? And it's like, yeah, because it's, it's 34 and the wind, there was barely a wind today. It was one of these still heats, these still uh, heat days where uh, it, the temperature hits 34 and you just walk outside and it hits you. It's not even, it's not even that humid. My, uh, my Humidex is showing 68 right now, but that actually, that's higher than it was before. It used to be 62 during the day. Uh, and I saw that number sort of slowly creep up throughout the day. No matter how much water I was drinking, uh, fish oil, <laughs> um, protein, and like vegetables, it's it just just lethargic. Just tired. It was just wow. I think I had three naps throughout the day because it was just constant um, feeling as if I just couldn't move. I did manage to get my two workouts in today. And I actually got my uh, morning workout early today. Uh, because I was up, I'm not sure why, I, I slept pretty well, not, not a problem there, uh, but I got up and I was out the door, I guess by 6.20 or something like that, I was doing my first run and I decided to do my mes- medicine ball and my uh, jump rope combination in the morning because um, that way I could sort of get it done and uh, then I would add in some kettlebells after that and then during this this workout, <laughs> so I finished my run uh, I started doing the ket- uh, uh, medicine ball and uh, skipping workout, and this uh, elderly lady walks up to me and says, "You can't do that. You know, people are sleeping here." Um, I'm like, oh, yeah, I get." And if I was a newbie to China, I might have been very quick to, you know, pack up everything. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry no problem. I, I, I never will let that happen again. The problem is that I've been here in this apartment, in on this compound for a very long time, for, for quite a few years. Maybe not as long as her. Okay, I got gotcha. you. The, uh, the birds start at 4.30. The elderly guys and the elderly women with the dogs, they start at 6. The people who leave their apartments, especially if you live by the elevator, that's one. But people who live in apartments, the shared accommodation that goes on here, how many of them close the door so gently that you can't hear or feel it? Um, I can count the number of times that I haven't heard someone close the door. Actually, I can't. i tell you why. Because it doesn't happen. <laughs> these doors, I've been talking about these doors before, how they slam. And so this lady comes up to me and says, well, you know, you, you, you can't be uh, throwing this uh, medicine ball around uh, because it uh, makes a lot of noise. And, you know, you're skipping and it's making a lot of noise. I'm like, I, first of all, there's a kindergarten here that's closed. Uh, and second floor, okay, maybe they got a complaint, but honestly, far enough away, uh, they got street cleaners going by at 6.30 in the morning, they got the train station kitty corner to them, I don't know, 6.30 in the morning, if they're still sleeping, yeah, I don't know, Um, they might be very light sleepers, they'd probably be getting up anyway, to tell you the truth, so yeah, I was, uh, I mean, I I, I did talk, I, I wasn't slamming the ball around, I wasn't doing any slam ball exercises. I was actually doing the wall balls. I was throwing them up against this tree. And the reason I went there is because in that corner of the compound, the the trees are within the cemented area. Whereas on my side of the compound, the trees are in the dirt. And so if I throw the medicine ball around there, then it falls in the dirt and it's a bigger mess to clean up. Over there, that's it's on the cement it's a lot cleaner i don't drop this thing i just i throw it i catch it i squat i throw it again right so it's, it's a very well oiled process that i go i don't slam it because I, actually i don't want to damage my medicine ball to tell you the truth uh but the skipping yeah I, I can see how she would say it does cause some noise she did end up um spending some time and th- this workout only lasted 12 minutes maybe 14 14 minutes total with uh, with breaks and she was standing by the stairs and she was watching me doing her, she was doing her stretches and she was watching me ever so closely. Uh, I mean, I hate to laugh, but honestly, uh, if I was new here, I wouldn't have had the same sort of, um, I might have been a little bit more uh, apologetic and a bit more like, oh yeah, I guess you're right, people are still sleeping. But six years here. Uh, Doors slamming all times of day, the dogs barking, and the, uh, the birds up at 4.30 in the morning, and the old guys yelling at each other, you know, uh, or talking very loud. The first two floors, they're up already at six o'clock. Uh, they have to be. It's the elders like them that go ahead and make all the noise that early in the morning. It's not young guys. I'm like one of the youngest guys out there. There's a younger guy, actually. He's, he's a ripped guy, ripped Chinese gym dude, uh, who started talking to this skip rope girl over on the other side. He just showed up one day, started skipping and skipping beside her. I was like, oh, well, there, that's how you do it, folks. <laughs> uh, the afternoon workout uh, was a lot a little bit more difficult. It was very hot. Like I tried to do another two miles in the afternoon, did 2.5, uh, but it was a slog. It was like, you're, you're just running, you're, you're, you're plotting your feet through the heat. Uh, very difficult. I, ended, I even ended up drinking Pokari sweat today. I, I, I never drink this stuff, like those Gatorade things. I never take them. Uh, I think they're full of chemicals, to tell you the truth. But uh, I do understand the idea of them, that they have electrolytes and their, um, their, their sugar, or their sodium, uh, and their carbohydrates. So they, they help energize and hydrate your body. I understand the process or the science behind it uh, or the idea behind them. Uh, but uh, if I can, I'd prefer to go, you know, water. Or water, honey, and salt. That, that's basically your electrolyte drink there. I mean, it's not technically electrolyte, but it is a, uh, um, a hydration beverage because you need the sugar to help the water absorb uh, into your body and then salt to, to keep it there sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, this afternoon one, a bit of a slog. Still got it done, so I'm uh, very happy with that. Got thinking, actually, with this early start this morning, despite uh, being... Uh, um, t- given a talking to by the uh, uh, the elders of the... one elder of the community in the block that I was working out beside. I was thinking, what if I got a white noise machine for wake-up? And the reason... Be- like the, the idea behind this is that I don't want an alarm going off. Not, alarms are annoying, they're too jarring. Instead, a nice gentle wake-up at 5.30, 5.45... Not so much that you have to get up at that point, but that once you realize that it's the white noise machine going, it's like okay, you're within that realm that that time of space that you're supposed to get up, or at least preparing to get up. And one of the reasons I was thinking about this is because I'm looking at the starting times that I'm getting out there to do this run, and it's it's pushing close, like it's 6:40, it's 6:50. I'm going, that's it's getting late. Why was I able to start working out so early in this in the winter, but now in the summer? it's getting harder all of a sudden, I, I don't know. So I was thinking maybe adding a white noise machine. Like I could actually just modify my alarm clock to uh, have another alarm at 5.30 and use like a selected track from my cell phone. That would, would that would be one idea. Um, but yeah, I don't know if anybody else really gets up at that time. Uh, I mean, I don't know too many people who get up that early. Um, if they do, they're typically older people. <laughs> Not too many young uh, folks under 40, under 45, getting up at six voluntarily to go work out. Uh, most people I know would uh, to, to go work out. They would get up at six if they had to go to work, but they're not getting up at 5:30 to do a workout and then go to work. Uh, that's 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 sort of my the uh, equation that I see. I remember back in the days when we were traveling, there were those who would ask what time breakfast started, and I always thought that was an odd question, but it's because they would get up, they would do their workout, they would hit the gym prior to breakfast. Uh, so that they'd go to the gym, work out, do a quick run or whatever, go downstairs, get food, then go back to the, uh, their room and uh, get ready for the workday. So kind of thought, I mean, why why was I so late to that game? <laughs> uh, but those days are over so we are not going to get that uh, back anytime soon other than that um yeah three more days until uh chinese test i thursday friday saturday so it's two and a half technically having some trouble um with this reading it's very tough i've noticed that it's just reading this you have to focus so much and today the uh um, you know, the heat didn't help, uh, but, uh, I'm going to, I don't work tomorrow. I don't think I do. And then Friday I have off and then Saturday morning, I have all that time to prepare as well. So the idea is going to be to sort of hit those books hard, just start immersive. Like I got nothing else to do. So just hit the books, you know, just keep studying, do this some, some more practice tests, uh, and do as much as I can, uh, before Saturday's test. Uh, I'm hopeful that I will pass. I don't know if I will. uh, But uh, if I don't, uh, I'm not going to be terribly disappointed because, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit sick of studying the HSK-5 stuff. I would like to get into reading more actual Chinese stuff. But in order to get into that, you do need to hit a certain level of Chinese proficiency that often is, you know, on the same level as HSK-5, HSK-6, somewhere along those lines. Uh, So it's not, even though, even if I weren't, wasn't doing these tests, I would still have to work on my Chinese in such a way that it would enable me to access the material that I could learn something from. I don't want to sit around reading fiction books. I don't want to read the ancient classics. I actually, honestly, have very little interest in doing that, except for uh, Sun Tzu's, uh, Art of War. I'd like to read that one. Uh, maybe Lao Tzu. But that's it. I mean, I, I'm not sitting here going, oh, I want to read the, you know, uh, Dream of Red Mansions and stuff like that. Uh, not entirely interested to tell you the truth. Uh, got some other books I'd rather read in English before I dedicate myself to reading uh, some extensive Chinese literature classics. We'll see. Preparation continues. Last little thing. I swear this morning, I heard a one-note piano. And I was like, this is, it it was so consistent. And it was so, but it was so tonal, so musical. I couldn't, I'm thinking like, who, does someone have a, a piano, like a piano alarm that they're not shutting off? But I think it was actually coming from outside. I was thinking, it was one of those motorbikes, one of those, uh, Um, I'm not sure if it was like an alarm off of one of these bikes or something, but it was a very monotonous, uh, very on-time, melodic, piano-like tone. And so with that, I went ahead and I created 10 piano notes. You can have a listen. I'll listen. I'll leave it there, folks. I appreciate it. Hope you guys uh, are having a good one and keeping cool here in Beijing and around the uh, Northern Hemisphere. Uh, you guys are having a great summer so far. Keep that soda water in the fridge and the ice cubes in the uh, freezer. You're going to need them for sure. Folks, show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stevensterski.com. Thanks for listening, folks. We will talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.